2: We're not creative enough, we're not positive enough. It's coming, huh? It's coming, huh? It's coming, football's coming. Home. We'll go on getting fans, on getting fans, on getting back. on getting back. getting fans. It's, coming, back. Getting back. it's coming, football's coming. Back. Denmark, Emil Heskey, could it be five? Yes it is! Harry Kane is England's priceless gem!
3: I think there's every chance that Wayne Rooney could go back to the Man United training ground and stick one on run Beckham could raise the roof here with a goal.
2: I don't believe it, David Beckham scores the goal to take England all the way!
1: Welcome to Dream of Our Lives, a new World Cup 2022 miniseries that will be taking a sideways and not very analytical look at all the games from arguably the most controversial World Cup yet. Uh, In this episode, we'll be analysing the opening round of the most controversial World Cup, which is saying something looking over the first group games. The opening fixture was nowhere near as fixed as many had anticipated, although 10 minutes in, there was a dodgy VAR decision and questionable graphics, only showing the replay pretty much when the game had finished. Uh, the English slaughter the Iranians for the first time in 100 years, <laughs> though Iran showed their political grit <laughs> by not singing the national anthem as teams give in to FIFA by not wearing the one-love armband. There have also been a couple of shocks in the last couple of days, and I don't mean at the Qatari Capital Punishment Centre. <laughs> Noisy neighbours Saudi Arabia, ranked outside the top 50, topple the undefeated in three years Mighty and favourites for the tournament, Argentina. Another Asian team to cause an upset were the eleven samurai of Japan, who are persistent, skillful, and clinical. Which he says in my Tinder bio, uh, they beat the Germans two-one. There were a few nil-nil draws this week as Moroccan goalkeeper Bono gives his side an edge. Also, the span- <laughs> I'm so sorry. Also, the Spanish repeated what they'd done in 1561 and absolutely spanked the hell out of Costa Rica. And there was no end to controversy there, as we've seen more added time this World Cup than a delayed railway service from Southwestern Railway. Cameroon beat themselves as Cameroonian-born Briel Mbolo scores the only goal for Switzerland in a 1-0 victory. Uruguay fielded a team full of veterans from the 2010 World Cup, while Korea are accused of playing too gung gung-ho. Which is weird, because Dung Ho wasn't actually selected for this year's World Cup. There are three of us on the pod this week, or if the Qataris are counting, (laughs) 8,723. So please welcome documentary filmmaker and Portsmouth fan, Mr. Harry Hansford. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Very well, and thanks. And welcome back for his second appearance on the pod, Coventry City fan. And you may know him from Turtle Screamers, Mr. Jed.
0: Hello, boys. It's, How we uh, doing? It's a pleasure to be been us back on. Oh, I'm very well, thank you, very well.
1: So, uh, as as you may have noticed in the opening monologue, there, it's been a pretty dodgy. You know, we we predicted it would be dodgy in our predictions <laughs> episode last week, <laughs> and um, no doubt it has. But first of all, Jed, are you enjoying this World Cup? And um, you know what are your thoughts on it morally and uh, footballing wise?
0: Um, I am enjoying it so far. I, I've really got into spirit of it I mean it's it's before the tournament I was really dead against having it in November it just makes no sense it's absolutely killed Coventry City season now as well because we were on a, a break when we've been in good form so I was just dead against it and then um and then I watched Qatar and Ecuador just clogging the shite out of each other on <laughs> Sunday And I thought this, this is going to be good. It's quite, it's quite (laughs) enjoyable. Mm. Um, And and then England went in there and spanked Iran and it was just kind of like, okay, I'm I'm well into this now. Um, So from there, there's been quite a few dramatic moments like Japan beating Germany. That was a great game. Um, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina. There's been a lot to to be excited about from a footballing standpoint. Um, and, And I'm, I'm looking forward to, to like the next round of fixtures and seeing what comes um, in terms of the moral standpoint um, it is a questionable place to hold uh, a World Cup I think um, they they aren't very tolerant of, of you know like all kind of sort of minorities I guess um, I, I, people are making the argument well it's their culture and you need to respect that and it's like, yeah, it is, but at the same time, their culture's probably quite far behind the rest of the world. So um, I, don't, I don't see why the rest of the world should have to then just sort of think that's OK. Mm. Um, I think what, what they're doing in terms of stopping any sort of rainbow signal and, you know, trying to arrest people for wearing a, a rainbow hat and things like that is just far too extreme. It's ridiculous. Um, and- you
1: know, I, I wouldn't have blamed them for stopping the tournament there and then. Because I put, I put a thing on Twitter early on. I don't know if you saw it. So obviously it's, it's illegal and it's never been legal to sports bet in Qatar. But they're advertising for a Bulgarian mm-hmm. sports com- uh, sport betting company on the advertising mm-hmm. boards in the stadiums. So you're allowed... And, mm-hmm. and, and, and they're advertising Budweiser as well. So there's two products there, gambling and alcohol, which are banned in the country. Which you're still appetising, but as soon as someone wears a rainbow t-shirt, no, you're not allowed in. So there's so. So you said about yeah. You know,
0: I wonder if um, hypocritical. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I wonder if there's there's a clever editry going on there with the adverts because I know that in uh, in some cases before adverts on those um, differently depending on where yeah. so I wonder where they've they've done something like that just to sort of you know keep it quiet in the stadium it might look different to how it looks on TV if that makes sense but yeah I think the the whole rainbow thing and, and the fact that they they even are willing to show gambling and uh, alcohol adverts I think it just comes down to money I think if you paid them enough they would let you have a rainbow on, on a yeah. Yeah, you know, anywhere you want and I think that kind of speaks volumes about why the World Cup's there in the first place, and uh, and and what goes on.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, Harry. Have you enjoyed the uh, first run of fixtures?
0: Yeah,
3: I'm very, very similar to what Jed was saying. Uh, yeah, as you, last week, as you know, I was a bit like, ah, oh, don't know if I'm going to enjoy it being in winter. Don't know if I'm going to enjoy it being where it is. Um, but you know, unfortunately. That football takes over, doesn't it? Unfortunately, not mm. point to see on it. But yeah, it's you know watching that first game, you get that sort of feeling of okay, this is the World Cup. We got two teams we don't usually get to see, bit of fun. And then obviously England just go and do what they do. And as an Englishman, you can't help but then start falling in love with the idea that you might you might be able to go deep. And uh, that's yeah. So I then obviously lots lots of exciting stuff happening throughout. Um, But I'm sure we're touching all that, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. if
1: you if you allow me to, we'll start on the controversial stuff, because as we predicted last week, we thought the controversies would get worse and worse, and lo and behold, they did. And I've seen a lot of stuff, a lot of, let's say, right-wing sympathizers and a lot of, I don't know, let's say, rich Qatari and people from talk TV, let's say. Um <laughs> Hint, hint. I've been defending... The hypocrisy of you know certain journalists and football pundits and stuff. Um, it's, it's just it's just weird. It's just weird that there's people in the British press who have this moral judgment of defending the Qataris when we all know it shouldn't be in there. Even Set Blatter said it was a mistake. So it's it's mm. it's really damaging to see. And people jump on it as well. Uh, it's really quite annoying. But um, some of the controversies this week, I mentioned it in the in the intro there. Capacity as well. They're saying capacities way above the stadium's um actual capacity. Yeah, They've done it on a the few there's, occasions there's now.
0: Loads of empty seats as well at every game. Yeah. There seems to be like thousands of empty seats, which is really strange.
1: Mm. It is bizarre. I can only imagine, as I said to Harry beforehand, I know originally they had although they denied it at first, but it did come out they had later paid a load of migrant workers to be fans. Um yeah, i can only imagine you know, they, 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 they got caught out they got caught out they finally admitted admitted to it and I, I i think they might have just done a u-turn i think those empty seats were meant to be for you
0: know like paid supporters
1: exactly yeah
0: bit, probably probably was I, I mean it's no wonder they got caught out with the paid fans when you've got the same bloke in like three different mm. videos wearing the Germany yeah, yeah. top and Argentina top and then an England. Top. I just, I
1: love it. I love it when they get they get the chance wrong as well. It's like two lines on the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just hilarious. Um, but fair, fair play. Um, yeah, and it, it was just, it was so obvious as well because I, I was actually speaking to a friend earlier. He's trying to get tickets for the England USA game tomorrow night and um he says on, on all the apps on all the fifa apps and ticketing websites where you can get them on resale it all says full capacity and apparently it says that for all the other matches too so for you know we i think we've something dodgy is going on mm. um who, who knows what um another thing i thought was a bit dodgy were the graphics especially for var when it's off signed uh because being what we're used to watching the premier league and vr and stuff in the champions league and stuff you can see the actual players and the, and the lines in this one it goes into like a cartoon essentially and it just it's almost as if yeah they could and because it takes quite a while for that to come up as well it's almost as if if they wanted to they could like manufacture results i get it, but a conspiracy theory i know but um i'm not liking <laughs> that um it's we obviously... very
0: weird isn't it because like the uh like it, the way that They've, they, the graphics look, like you say, is so basic compared to mm. how they normally look, and there's no reason why the same technology shouldn't be used across the board. If you can have it in the Champions League, for example, you, I don't know why they just. Up.
1: Why don't they just show the real players rather than like two or three like animated?
0: Cartoons? Yeah, you don't need to make it like a, if it's goal line technology. Then fair enough. Sometimes you need that that Hawkeye kind of angle. Um, where it's cartoonized, but for actual players, you don't need to be putting them sure. like stick men. You,
1: you know what it reminds me of?
0: Over a line, you know. Do, do you ever watch
1: ITV's The Cube? <laughs>
0: yeah. And you know when they like show you how
1: to do it before, and it's got like the <laughs> fucking robot thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Player
1: one has to get the red ball in the cup from four meters away. <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. It's um, fucking ridiculous. Um, what else has happened? Um, the one love arm band thing, again, we kind of touched oh. on that with the with the betting and stuff. Obviously, um, I think there was the Netherlands, uh, England, and a couple of other teams, kind of FIFA, kind of managed to twist their arm to stop us and other teams mm-hmm. from wearing it as well. Fair play to Manuel Neuer, who kept it on uh, under his sleeve as well. You may have seen the German team pose for a photo with the hands over the mouths, as yeah. if they're not allowed to say anything, so... You know, fair play to the Germans. So it, was a, it was a simple gesture. I would like to see more teams do something like that. Because I think it's it's a dodgy um, road to travel down. As you said a bit earlier on, Jed, we shouldn't, you know, the UK, you know, Qatar got its independence from the UK and it shouldn't be on the West to culturally tell other cultures how to live their life. But at the same time, when you're killing people for feeling a certain way or yeah. loving someone, I think... That's that's up there with, you know.
0: Yeah, I think it's all well and good in terms of like having different beliefs and things like that, and a lot of it's based on religion, which is fine, um, because that's the case for for people's views all over the world. But at the same time, you also there is like a basic human rights, uh, like aspect of it that appears not to have been considered for, yeah. for many things, which obviously we we do take into account pretty much everywhere else in the world. So um it's just yeah it, it's, it's a little bit disappointing to see the armbands not being worn but I have a feeling that there may be more to that than than they're they're letting on um because you know they've been they've been threatening to sort of detain people and take them away or properly arrest them for bringing that symbol into the ground if you're a supporter mm. I can only imagine like and the, apparently, apparently the punishment was going to be a booking for whoever wears the the symbol i've got a feeling that they've basically said if you do that like we will arrest the player after the game or something like that and then that's you know obviously made the fa turn around and say no we're not you know we're not going to yeah.
1: do it i reckon um, after, uh, one, what what after that final whistle's gone on on the final day i reckon a load of shit is going to come out as soon as those teams have got the fuck out of there there's going to be so many Stories. I don't know if you saw that. um Probably, yeah. in, in, a, in the in the USA Wales game, there was a USA journalist, and um, I'm not I'm not sure of his sexuality, but he was wearing a rainbow top. Um, and there was also a Welsh fan who I think she actually played for Wales in the Wales woman team, who had a rainbow bucket hat as well. Yeah, and yeah. they were they were both sporting professionals working there, and they weren't allowed in. Madness. I mean, it's just like it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's I don't understand why they're so offended by it.
3: It's. I'm- Aren't the uh, German FA uh trying to appeal it as well? Trying to find I think that FIFA is illegal for FIFA to say they'd book someone for wearing that. So they're trying I don't I don't think that'll be done in time before the World Cup, but I guess that's an investigation no. that will go on and
1: I think it's safe to say that out. Infantino is probably gonna get the sack after this World Cup as well. He'll get voted out. Um, hopefully, with a bit of luck. Which is weird because today when, I, he got, today
0: when he got unemployed. <laughs>
1: yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Great reference. Um, but I just, I just feel so much as criticism has come his way, which is weird because when he took over Sepp Blatter, we were like, yay, Infantino, he would be much better than Seth Blatter. And it just turns out, no, no, he's not. Bloody hell, but there we go. Um, a couple more controversies, FIFA ticketing as well, still issues of fans getting into the ground, especially during the England game. And um, added time as well. A lot of conspiracies flying around about added time at the moment. Um, apparently, FIFA came out in a statement and said, pretty much, um, every second that a, to- that a player is time wasting, we're going to add it back on. And we've obviously had games that have been 100 minutes, sometimes more than that long. Do you think this is just the Qataris trying to like trying to get like a really late goal and like add to the drama on purpose? So people are talking about that rather than other stuff.
0: Hmm. i don't know I, I think the added time thing is uh, a fifa thing um i'm yeah. sure i've seen somewhere that there's there's always stories floating around about them wanting to shorten games to like 60 minutes isn't there? because of the amount of time the ball was out of play um i've got a feeling it's to do with that i think they've literally just gone any sort of time wasting add it on because you know you're not getting a full 90 minutes otherwise and also it does add to the drama as well when you see sure. that there's 9 minutes of added time like it, it does add to the this like sort of spectacle of it um so i'm not necessarily against it to be honest but i i think if they came out and gave a proper like a clear sort of explanation of mm. this is everything that we're adding time on for then it would just make a lot more sense to people um but it's not it's it's not too different to how um I think the football in in England's going as well. You regularly would now see five, six minutes of a time, whereas it used to only be sort of two or three minutes. So I think it's, it is going that way. It just appears to be a bit more extreme because it's on the the world stage. Obviously in some cases it's been like 10 minutes.
3: Yeah. I think in, uh, even in 2018, we saw a lot of like seven, eight minutes. I feel like it's definitely a FIFA thing, especially for the world cup. They want, they want that, uh, they want to stamp out that time wasting um, and so far I've quite enjoyed it uh, I mean I think my opinion will change if we're in a knockout stage and we get knocked out by two late goals in the <laughs> 120th minute uh, without going to extra time I think <laughs> then I might not like blow it the so whistle yeah. now, I think it's uh, it's quite entertaining
1: yeah fair point, would, yeah, I'm quite enjoying it as well, I will just try to uh, create discussion about it I guess
2: steps past Toure but not past Zambrona given straight to Paul's goals! What about that?
1: Um okay, enough about the controversies then. Uh, Jed, we always ask our guests free World Cup questions. Um, who is your favourite England player of all time?
0: Um for me it's David Beckham. Solid. Yeah, they can't he's, he may not be England's best player of all time, um, but certainly yeah. in my lifetime, the most iconic. Um, and uh, one hell of a footballer as well. So yeah, it's, so it's got to be backs for
1: me. The thing is, he had so many standout moments in an England shirt. I can't, maybe, yeah. other than maybe Gazza, Gary Lineker, Harry Kane are up there as well in my lifetime. Um, are probably the only other players who've just had iconic moments in that England shirt. if that make sense? Whether it is going out on penalties, yeah. the gazetteers, um, you know, Lineker shitting on the pitch, you know, all, all <laughs> iconic moments. Um, but yeah, back. back Beckham had many in an England shirt as well, and because he was so deadly from free kicks as well, I think um, a lot of the nation's hopes rested on his shoulders a little too often, probably. For
0: sure. Yeah, they did. I mean, I, I remember um, obviously you got the free kick against Greece. There was the 2002 World Cup, the penalty against Argentina, um, which is is an iconic moment. Redemption. You've got. Um, I think he missed a couple, he missed a penalty somewhere. It was at Euro 2004?
1: Uh, that was Darius Fossil,
0: somewhere along the line. So, he missed a penalty somewhere, I think uh, it was quite talked about at the time. I remember he scored a couple of goals at World Cup in 2006, took us through a couple of rounds. So, um, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's David Beckham. I always think about like which players. Did you want to be when the World Cup was on when you were mm-hmm. a kid? And it was it was back at the top, hundred percent. So
1: I think you see any player as well where when he fucked up his metatarsal was it the sun who put like a picture of his foot on the front page? you got everyone to touch it like midday. You remember blood.
0: I remember seeing the, the the scan of the metatarsal. I think yeah, because oh, no if... one knew what a metatarsal was until that. Happened. Yeah,
1: yeah. He, he popped. <laughs> if Steve Beckham done one thing he popularised <laughs> the method <metatarsal. laughs> <laughs> Um but then he's also a quite a relevant figure at this World Cup as well to be fair for the wrong reasons Maybe um, I mean I know we spoke about this on the last podcast as well allegedly he's getting 150 million and I defy anyone to turn that money down even if you oh, are yeah. a billionaire you
0: know <laughs> it's just a lot of money
1: it's not his fault is it um no. anyway what's your, what's your favorite world cup moment
0: favorite world cup moment i've i've been i've been having to think about this one to be fair um because in my lifetime there's not been a huge amount of successful england moments <laughs> so it kind of comes from like
1: doesn't have to be england
0: another area yeah i know i think my it what what i sort of gone for is um A moment that that the first thing I always think of if you say the words World Cup to me and that is Zinedine Zidane's headbutt in (laughs) the uh, 06 final like I just can't separate the two (laughs) like things as soon as you say World Cup the first thing I think of is oh do you remember where you were when Zidane headbutted uh, Matarazzi in the final it's crazy um that is also my favorite World Cup as well 2006. Not, it was a, not a very yeah. popular one.
1: But, but, um, it was the last time yeah, it was held in a, 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 a sensible, sensible country.
0: <laughs> I don't know Brazil. Brazil was not that
1: bad. I mean, I mean, like from a political point of view, they <laughs> yeah. even in Brazil they like displaced 100,000 people and like there was protest against it because they weren't spending money on healthcare and stuff. But, but the last time it was held somewhere yeah. where there wasn't controversy.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I like the 2006 World Cup as well. I think there's a lot of good goals in that tournament as well. That's one thing we haven't really seen in this World Cup thus far. Is kind of like I know it's only the opening round, but there's not been any like standout absolute worldy goals. Um, and that Saudi Arabia one's probably the best. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because
0: great strike.
1: What he like dodge for around player around a couple of players as well. Um, speaking of other teams, is there a secondary team you look out for? I uh,
0: uh, I don't really have like a set one, but I always just want the underdogs to do well. So I'd, I'd like to see teams like Canada and Wales, like if they get through the group, I think uh, then I'll, I'll be happy with that from like an underdog point of view. But I don't really have like a, a second team per se. Um, yeah. yeah,
1: fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's always, everyone wants the underdogs to do well, doesn't they?
0: Yeah. For sure. yeah. Well, I think different,
1: You know what, I think that, do you think it's a British thing wanting the underdogs to do well? Because it's very much kind of the... Um, Watching a thing with Stephen Fry where he was com- comparing American to British humor, and the British like com- comic hero is like a Mr. Bean type character, someone who's a bit of a fool. Mm. He, 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 is, he is life's underdog, isn't he? But you want him to succeed, and I mean, of so the American like comic heroes like Jim Carrey, he's like confident, good looking, kind of witty, that kind of stuff. Do you think it's the same? Do you think uh, if I imagine a lot of like plastic fans would want Argentina? France to do well because they've got Mbappe, they've got Messi. Do you think it's a British thing wanting the underdogs to do well?
0: Um, yeah, potentially, potentially, yeah. I just like, i would just like to see variety in in things. So, you know, the, the 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 same teams going through and doing well all the time is boring to me. It yeah. makes it interesting when the less common teams actually do quite well, and especially for teams like Canada, and they've not been at a World Cup since the 1980s and Wales who haven't been there since the 1950s like you can't not look at a story like that and think oh yeah I hope they actually you know I hope they, they do well and make the most of being there because they potentially might not get there again for a while so
3: yeah I think it's all part of what makes for World Cup special as well is that you see these teams mm-hmm. and uh, you know they go on these runs and you, you, that's what you know that's what you want to see like Saudi Arabia beating Argentina this week and Japan being Germany are going to, no matter what else happens for those two teams, they're going to be huge moments, significant moments in their culture for decades to come.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Inspire the next generation of players. Um, you're not wrong. Yeah, some good answers there. Ronaldinho takes and David Seaman's call off his line and Brazil take the lead. But let's move on to uh, the first week, the week that was the uh, first opening rounds of the group stage. And as we've mentioned already, a lot of good games, a lot of meh games. Um, but let's start off with England, 6-2 over Iran. And as you kind of mentioned a bit earlier on, guys, um, very quickly, I forgot about all the human rights. I know it sounds bad, but as soon as Saka scored, I thought this is uh, this is going to be all right. Um, that sounds terrible, but it was just, you know, you live in the moment, don't you? Um England's performance. What did he make of it, Harry? And, uh, you know, I, I one thought, I, thought I fell in love with Bellingham. I think he's oh, going to yeah. be, I think he's going to be lifting up the World Cup for us, if not this time, maybe next time or the time <laughs> after. I think he's that good. And he makes the team better as well. Rashford came on and scored straight away. My only concern was that, is that we still conceded too.
3: Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I thought, you know, it was a solid performance, but you got to remember it's, it's against Iran. And, uh, but like I said last week though, they set out to be really hard to beat and to get six past them is still still an achievement. Um and we got we got we gotta be excited with it. And like I say, Bellingham looks great. Uh, Saka looks unbelievable. But like there's a, and you know, they're both young as well. So you like say maybe we can still hope for if it's not this time, it will be another time. Um what's lovely because you look at some other teams and you're like, oh they know this is now or never. Uh, so it's nice to have that option um, but yeah I, I I was very happy with it and uh, I'd be very interested to see what we do come Monday uh, well no for, it's tomorrow isn't it Friday it is. um, uh, but yeah I mean I'm still not completely on this coming home just yet but give, give me one more game with, an, with another big win I and mean, yeah, I'll, I'll be telling you we're winning
1: for sure. Yeah, we'll get on to the USA in a bit. Um, but Jed, yeah, what did, what do you think as well? Because again, it's nice to know as well. Kane didn't score because was, I was worried about that before the first game. I was like, where where are, our goal was going to come from? So Saka getting to Rashford and Bellingham getting on the score sheet, Grealish as well. Um, it was it was nice to see.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, honestly, the thing that impressed me most was that we actually just went for it. I really expected a, a negative performance from England where we played with the back three just in case we got caught on the counter-attack and you know, there was slow build-up. But we literally just went from minute one um, on the attack and, and got our, our rewards for that in the first half um, with three goals. I genuinely, I thought it was a really good performance. I know, it, it, yes, it was only a run, um, but you, you can only beat the teams in front of you. Exactly. And, so they're, you know,
1: they're the, um, the top-ranked Asian side,
0: for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not, I mean, they're not—they're not in—they're not, in, not at the World Cup by by chance, are they? You know, they—they no, qualified. They played really well. in qualification. Um, yeah, exactly. And and like like, um, like everybody said, you know, they set up to be defensive and to keep us out, and and we, we were too good for them ultimately. I'd rather see us be too good for teams then you know have to struggle past them um so i was really i was really impressed with with the way that they played um i think it's really positive as well for the younger players in the team like your sackers your bellinghams etc to be getting on the score sheet in the first game that's just going to give them so much confidence going into the next few games now it's 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 unreal and i don't see um the usa really posing too much of a threat to us either um if they struggle to cope with Kiefer Moore, then they, they will struggle to cope with our, our attack as well. So yeah, I feel like we're going to be all right in the end.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get on to the USA, but I've seen, I've seen, I've already seen tweets about the War of Independence in 1776. Oh. And I was like. I'm just yeah. like, do you do you know how many yeah. wars we've been in? That's just to us, that's just a fucking scratch at the surface. We've had like 300 wars just like that. You know, you know, we've we've been independent from about 96 different countries. You know, you bunch of swats. No, um, anyway. They, they got they got they they got they gotta stick to something. They gotta to stick to something. We'll give them that one. We'll give them that one. we fucking go back to kicking an egg about you, silly bastards, All right? Um right, anyway. Triggered, triggered already I'm a
0: big fan, I'm a big fan of the USA Yeah, that I believe that we will win I think
2: that's
1: just I believe (laughs) It's so I really love You know what, I I really (laughs) love America I really love America, it's got great beaches Great landscapes, and the majority of the people Are nice But there's something missing (laughs) <laughs> a couple of chromosomes it's just, here and there. There's something it's just so missing. on the
0: nose, though, isn't it? Like yeah. <laughs> win, I believe we will win. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's uh, it's not American
3: They are on the nose.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't, I, I don't see that catching on. Anyway, um, so that's England versus Iran. I agree with you guys. It was, a, it was a nice first match to watch, and uh, yeah, everything you've said. Um, let's go on to the opening game then. A lot of games to get through. Qatar versus Ecuador, arguably the worst opening game of all time. <laughs> um, there was a massive conspiracy going around beforehand. I don't know if you guys saw it, um, but it was started by a Saudi journalist and all the betting companies yeah. got wise to it as well. That um, Apparently, they paid off the Ecuadorian pay- players $7.5 million uh, combined <laughs> to lose to lose 1-0 in the second half. Turns out that was bullshit. Um, I'm not going to lie, i put a fiver on it. You never know. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, also, yeah, so, and and Valencia got both the goals for Ecuador. I wanted to, to spank them even more. Um, and also the opening ceremony wasn't shown on the uh, on mm. the BBC, which uh, Robbie Williams must have been really pissed off about.
3: <laughs> so,
1: um, yeah, what do you what do you guys think of this game? Anything to add, really, rather than it was, as you said at the start, it was a bit of a slobber knocker. They're beating seven shades of shit out of each other. The only thing I add is that Qatar have been building this team, thanks to Tim Cahill, with a new youth academy. That they've had 12 years yeah. to build this team. And not once did it occur to them to maybe train a goalkeeper properly.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. Fair play to them.
3: <laughs> I mean, as much as, like, you know, we spoke about a lot of controversy about the country of Qatar, I was really hoping that the team would, you know might might do well because just no, there's just there's no hope there's that underdog thing again isn't it? um but I, I could see him struggling to get to register a goal course,
1: what do you know. what, what do you uh, uh jed you're a, you're a, a football kit connoisseur what do you make of that kit um, it's
0: like a maroon... it's quite smart to be fair yeah it's quite smart i like the um the central badge i do like a central badge so They've got that going for them, at least. Do you um, think anyone's
1: anyone's going to buy it's not, any? It's not
0: one that I'll be purchasing, though. No, it's yeah. not. It's not one that I'm going to be uh, going to be after. But if you're a, a serious collector and you maybe wanted to collect one from every team at the World Cup, potentially, yeah. obviously, you would. You'd have to be having this one. I don't think it's possible to get hold of many other Qatar shirts, to be honest. So, true.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair point. Fair point. I wonder if they actually have got, if they've got a club shop on the stadiums, although they've not built that yet. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's like a mile walk
1: from you know. everything yeah, else. Yeah, I've heard. <laughs> I've heard. Oh, God. Well, there we go. Um, yeah, not too much to say about Qatar, Ecuador. Um, Senegal, Netherlands, also of that group as well. From that first opening game, it does feel like these two teams will probably progress. Um, but the Dutch did not look convincing whatsoever. I, I put Netherlands to win it. It's like a bit of an outside, outside bet. But they left it late. Uh, Senegal didn't look like the team they were the African Cup Nations without Sadio Mane in and um, the Netherlands just don't look cohesive they don't look like they've ever played together before it was really weird to watch and quite a disappointing game I was expecting a bit more you know kind of proper total Dutch football I don't know how you guys felt
0: Yeah I, I felt the same actually I think that um, the, the Netherlands they, they just looked off the pace but I don't know whether that's just down to it, it being the first game of the tournament and them just not really clicking yet. I think there's still talent in the side, but um, if they do want to go deep into the tournament, then they will need to to improve. Yeah, on on that on that evidence, you can see them getting through the group and not going any further, yeah. um, because potentially <clears throat> they could end up with you know like a a stronger side on a run from our group. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird one. I think you'd be disappointed if you were Senegal, though, because I, yeah. I thought that um, that was one of them that was really sort of there for the take for them, and they didn't Thank really sure. didn't make the most of the opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll echo your statements. Really, I felt like uh,
3: Netherlands didn't didn't quite look the team I thought they we were going to be, but uh, I hope I hope that sort of changes because. They're One of those teams I like to see do well. Uh, I don't think this is a year where they finally win a world cup, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, Sen- Sen- very, uh, yeah, I don't know if 2 0 was, was sort of justice because like Senegal looked very similar, that like hopefully it might click for them, but it just didn't seem to be quite as you would expect. Mm.
1: Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, moving on to the other match in our group of England and Iran. It was USA against Wales. This is a match I actually really enjoyed, despite it only being uh, one-all. I was, I was backing Wales so heavily. I, I got annoyed by the Americans as we've uh, discussed already, um, <laughs> but I was backing Wales so heavily and I'll tell you for why, I don't know if you guys play FIFA in particular, if you play ultimate team, but the USA just reminded me of like a fucking 15 year old kid with their mum's credit card and they just brought a load of pace merchants. <laughs> That's what they reminded me of. But, um, obviously, England play USA tomorrow. I think USA have got so much pace in their team. If they press us high, I do think, some, you know, there's an element that we might panic. Um, and I don't think it'll be an easier game as we might think it is. Um, Welsh fans, bit of controversy as well, were not allowed in at one point. Um, talks about the American journalist who wasn't allowed in for wearing a rainbow top. Um, Wales in the second half were a completely different team to the first half. The worst, first half, they were shocking. second half, they came out and looked like the Wales we've, we've grown, to, grown to know in recent years. And it's kind of last chance saloon for them, that, that team of Bale, Ramsey and uh, all, all the others. It's, kind of, it's, their, it's their last chance to do something massive. Um, I will add that Keith Moore and Ethan Ambadu were both born in uh, Devon, so... <laughs> It's my little plug. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think of USA? What do you guys think of Wales and which one of those two teams would be the bigger threat to England and possibly going through with us? That's not too uh,
3: early. Yeah. Um, as I sort of said last week, I think both of those games are going to be more of a test for us because both of those teams are going to be really up for it. Um, especially Wales. Wales are going to, I think, be will be the more difficult one because they're going to, you know, the chance of them to upset England at the World Cup, they're, they're really going to relish taking it. That's them winning the World Cup, isn't it? Let's be honest. They get to mention that every time they meet an English person in the pub for the next 20 years. Um, so I think that'll be the tougher game. I probably think US at the beginning of the tournament, I probably said USA uh, were going to probably sneak through with us. Uh, I felt like they probably ju- just outdo Wales well, but I think the draw is the best result for us and it leaves it, it leaves it still really open doesn't it um, but I'm not too worried about playing either of them I just think they're going to be a lot more difficult games than what we've seen so I don't want people to expect another I'd love it to be another 6-2 win but I don't want people to expect that because I don't want people to get so annoyed if it's is a tough long drawn out fixture
1: mm. Yeah I agree Jed?
0: Yeah, I, I I don't think we'll will win another game six two. I can't think no. uh, But I, I agree with Harry. I think Wales would be the more difficult game for England, just because it is almost their cup final in a sense. Like, it's it's it could potentially be a chance for them to get through to the knockout stages as well. Yeah. Um, depending on how it goes for them against Iran. So there's there's going to be a lot on the line for them. Um, and to be honest, I think that they would be a more difficult test than, than the USA. I, I think the USA have got, like uh, Oli said, they've got pace um, and they have got some very good footballers, but they seem to be individuals for me. Yeah. You know, that I think that our team will would would be able to deal with any threat that they've got. Um, and like I said, they, they absolutely crumbled when when Wales put them under pressure the other day. Uh, if, if, if Wales can do that to them, there's no reason why we can't. So, um, I'm not really not really afraid of, of America, but Wales poses a different threat. I think we'd have to get a couple of early goals really to sort of kill that game and not yeah. let them grow into it. Um, that's the, that's the worry, isn't it? But then again, if they lose to Iran um, tomorrow, it, again, it, it just adds to the pressure, doesn't it? It adds to the stakes for them. We could potentially already be through and they might be fighting for a, a place in the next round it just ramps up the the stakes mm. so uh, it all depends on on what happens in the next round of fixtures really but um like I said earlier I'd like to see Wales go through and I'd, I'd like to see them do well I don't they do like to, to sort of play on the rivalry and stuff between the home nations but for me I, I'm just kind of I'm happy to see the home nations do well yeah, the same sure. if it was Scotland or Ireland or anyone like that. They just everyone just hates the English. They just want to beat us. Mm. Um, but from my perspective, I'm just kind of like, yeah, yeah. well done, guys. I'm happy for you. I'm happy that's you so that's that. so patronising, yeah. is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 not, it's not intended. Well it's not done. intended to be. It's just kind of like, yeah, I know. It's, it's not like I don't know anyone doesn't have some sort of irish or scottish or welsh link that's well, true so yeah absolutely family. we're all we're all one big family really aren't we
1: know, yeah. i don't yeah i don't think they see like that So we start murdering each other <laughs> it's happened a few times in the past is not it that's uh, uh,
3: one too many colonial jokes on my liking <laughs> it, <so>. yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> if this podcast was in the 1800s it'd be quite relevant um anyway <laughs> Um, Let's quickly move on to uh, a couple more countries we've had uh, no political damage with whatsoever. Argentina and Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Football. Football only. We sank the Belgrano. Um, Right. (laughs) Shouldn't have said that. Should not have said that. Uh, Saudi Arabia. We we're friends then we give them um, lots of weapons uh, right Argentina Saudi Arabia football only please football only uh, this for me was the match of the tournament
3: could well be could
1: well be um, it was cause Saudi Arabia they've got quite good World Cup heritage they qualify for a lot of World Cups and have done historically <clears throat> I don't know if you guys remember the first game of the 2018 Cup where they got spanked was it 5-1 or 5-0 by Russia yeah I was expecting exactly the same from this Argentina side, particularly when Messi scored the penalty, scored the first goal. We're like, well, here we go. Business as usual. 6-2 written all over it. Um, And a couple of amazing goals from Saudi Arabian players, which I'm guessing nobody's really heard of. But there, it was a tactical masterclass, really. because They had like a high line. They just kept trapping the Argentines offside. Questionable, I guess. But... Wow, I was blown away. I I was I watched the whole match and it was. Uh, yeah, I think they're ranked outside the top 50, aren't they? So in, incredible scenes.
3: Are they going to win the World Cup, Polly?
1: Or well, Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Not if the Qataris have anything to do with it. Not <laughs> to get political again. But,
3: yeah. <laughs> no, oh, this is one, unfortunately, I was working and I was just keeping the eye on the, on the score. And as uh, soon as that second goal went in, you you just here throughout the building, people realising what's happened. And it was one of those sort of shocked moments of, are we, are we, is this really happening? Is Are we about to see Saturday? Yeah. And how wonderful uh, it is to see these upsets, uh, no matter who the giant is and who the giant killer is. It's always great to see. And yeah, I think it, it might, it might well be the, 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 the most, uh, maybe the biggest upset we'll ever see at a World Cup. And, uh, uh, you know they've got themselves in a really good position now to maybe qualify uh, we'll see
1: absolutely absolutely well it would be interesting I'm really looking forward to watching Saudi Arabia's next game as well I mean they would be a game with a hell of a lot of confidence uh, Jed game of the tournament thus far
0: it's up there yeah I, th- I thought that Japan and Germany was really entertaining mm. as well um, but it, it was a, a really like dogged performance from Saudi Arabia. Like you said, it, it looked like it was going to be business as usual in the first half. Um, and then they had, was it three goals ruled out? Argentina? Yeah. sides. Yeah, off, offsides. Like, one of them apparently was, the, 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 they didn't look at the Saudi left back or something when they were looking at the replays, which who knows whether that's true. Um, the fact is that Argentina just didn't put the game to bed in the second half when they had the opportunities, and then they got absolutely rocked in like five minutes. That first goal was a, a really well taken goal, um, and you would have thought that sort of, that would have like woke Argentina up a little bit, but um, they they just crumbled, didn't they? And it was a great strike from the la- I don't know, if oh, I can't remember the lad's name. He scored, but that was a a, a quality goal, mm. probably the best goal of the tournament. So I far. mean, exactly. Um, if, if
1: if Messi scored that. We'd Still be talking about it now, but
0: oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'd, be, like, it'd be talked about forever if that happened. But it's like it was literally like watching an FA Cup third round tie where yeah. the non league side giant have killing. just like, yeah, they've 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 they pulled off a giant cannon and slapped one in against like you know, like a Liverpool or someone like that. Yeah, sure. It was great. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. Yeah, honestly, I don't, I still don't think that they'll go through that group though, which is, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. You know,
3: I mean you imagine Argentina and France are still, are still going through. Um, mm. But uh, no, sorry. Uh, like Argentina or like Mexico or Poland probably will go through, but with Mexico and Poland go nil, nil, you know, it only takes, uh, you know, it only takes one of those to not really pick up any, any more points and they, they can really find mm. themselves, find themselves there. But yeah, I don't see it, but it, it, It'd be amazing to see and, uh, controversial in itself. Um, but oh, imagine Qatar not qualifying for their own, uh, world cup and their, their neighbors and their biggest rivals do. Mm. But what, what, what a story that is to tell.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Indeed. So from one of the most entertaining games to two of the most boring, I guess, uh, Denmark, Tunisia and Croatia against Morocco, um, Again, not too much to say about these. They were quite tough battles. I particularly enjoyed Croatia and Morocco because you've got quite a lot of decent players. Morocco has got a lot of Premier League players on their side as well. And they looked really good. they got quite a cool kit as well of the green green and red. Um, again, Denmark against Tunisia. They're both playing in exactly the same home and away kits pretty much. Uh, you know, stock Pro Evo kit from like 2006. Um, <laughs> but yeah, both nil-nils. Croatia looked underperforming. You could have argued Morocco could have nicked it. Denmark, Tunisia, again probably Denmark were the better team, but uh, Tunisia very very defiant. It was it's good to see these kind of. It does seem like maybe I'm pulling the trigger too early here, but the Arabic nations are doing very very well, mm. and I don't know if they're if that's because it's mm. being held in a you know, Middle Eastern Arabic country for the first time. Um, but yeah, anything to add on those two matches? Uh, what
0: we'll say is I've seen worse than nils from both of them. Yeah, mm. I thought sure. that. There was there was plenty of action in them, albeit no goals. Um so they weren't they weren't awful games. And nil nil a draw is really never a an awful result in your first game of a tournament. Not at all. So I don't think they'll be they'll be disappointed with it. But um mm. what but it yeah, does is it's, it's um see more.
1: It spices up the group as well for the next yeah. round and the last mm. round, particularly with like countries like Spain and Germany in there as well. Um Yeah it's particularly with the result against Germany as well, because it's going to come down to a real battle in that third and final game. And, uh, yeah, I suppose it's not interesting to watch, but it's interesting for the narrative of each group. Definitely.
3: Yeah. yeah but both, both the, uh, North African teams there, uh, I didn't really expect much of, so both of them to battle out nil-nil against, you know, solid opposition, uh, I think great results for them. And as you say, same to build upon. And, uh, yeah, as Jed said, like not, neither of those games were particularly boring. They were quite entertaining uh, in themselves, and you know that's what that's what World Cup's about, right? You just got, you got to go out and play. And some, uh, sometimes there's not going to be loads of goals, but you just got to enjoy you got to enjoy seeing these uh, teams that you know you're not going to see play against each other very often, uh, and just enjoy what's happening.
1: Yeah, fair point. Fair point indeed. Uh, so from two nil 0s to Another great upset, Germany against Japan. Just a great, great match to watch. Probably my favourite match to watch. Although I think the biggest surprise was Saudi Arabia beating Argentina. Because Argentina were undefeated for three years. And like 32 games or something. Yeah, I forgot
0: about that. Yeah, they won some mad run. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Got ended by Saudi Arabia.
1: (laughs) Crazy, crazy. crazy. Um, But in similar fashion, Germany went 1-0 up thanks to a penalty. Similar to Lionel Messi of Argentina. And Japan scored uh, two goals in the second half. And I, I said it in the previews last week. I said, I've got two things right for our predictions. I said, Argentina would flop. So far, they have. And I also said, Japan always do well in tournaments. And once again, so far, they have. They just have such great technical skill, the Japanese players. Because um, the Germans are quite tall. They won pretty much every aerial ball. But the Japanese play with such speed. And they're so technically skillfully gifted every first touch they had was just magic and um it really was quite dangerous from the character attack um and what a great kit as well is what I'm going to add oh, the, the, but, but both I feel like the German kit and the Japanese kit as well um for me this was the best how do I, I say it about the Saudi Argentina one I was just, I really hope Japan do well because if they keep playing like that they should
3: yeah uh well, like I said last week, in the last few tournaments, Japan's always been like my favourite team to watch, and it doesn't look like that's going to change uh, anytime soon. Asano um, looked uh, really good putting that second uh, goal away, and uh, yeah, just hope that confidence in that Japan squad's going to be huge now, and uh, we'll see what, what they do. Uh, and yeah, both the kits are lovely, but why do Germany always have to? such lovely kits it's it's
1: annoying it,
3: isn't it it annoys me so much
0: because you know I what? need I need that kit in my life I'm not a huge fan of that Germany kit no oh. the big black stripe yeah I, I do it. Really right. like it it's alright it it's nice but it's it's okay but um, not their best
3: I feel like it's yeah. very much um, but I did the only thing is yeah I do feel it's very much like they've just pulled out Adidas have just pulled out an old uh, Ajax strip, <laughs>
0: changed it yeah. changed it to black um, for some reason, it just works. Yeah, like with
1: gold, black and gold. You can't, you can't. I, don't do know. Well.
0: I think, I think for me, it's because it goes like the black stripe and then black shorts and then white socks. I think mm. you need to keep it all black. Yeah, on the bottom. I think that would have looked cooler. But, but yeah, I don't know. It's um the Japan kit though is is on another level. That's crazy, and the away kit as well. I don't know if you've seen that, but it's it's white with sort of red patterns on the sleeves. Yeah, beautiful. Nice to. to- Japan always have lovely kits as well. Um I'm not I'm
3: not so annoyed when they haven't I always quite enjoy that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Um great match. Spain against Costa Rica, the highest, well, not the highest scoring, um, but the highest win of, of the opening round, 7-0. Uh, this was the first game where I thought England had got some competition here.
3: <laughs>
1: not in yeah. that way, but um yeah, it was just an absolute demolition, wasn't it? And if none of the goals were standout goals, it was all tip attacker, typical Spain, young bright sparks. They're doing it once again like they've done in twenty ten, without a real striker. Um when they won it. Could they go all the way this time?
0: I don't know. I don't I don't fancy them to go all the way. But um potentially, you know, as far as the semifinals, I could see them getting getting there. I mean, they are—they are a good side. Don't get me wrong, but my favourites are Brazil um, for the for the whole tournament. So I, I don't I don't see Spain being stronger than Brazil, but um, really great result for them. I thought Costa Rica would give them a bit more of a challenge, but uh, obviously not.
2: Mm,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let me say it's great result. Um,
3: I don't think Spain are going to win it, but they they looked a lot better than I was given credit for beforehand. So what do I know? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I've been trying, obviously as an England fan, you sort of look there and you go, oh, okay. Ruin our party. You, you get seven. Fine. Um, and I've been trying to work out, are Costa Rica worse than Iran or are Spain just that much better? Like I'm trying, I thought, I thought maybe if Costa Rica, like trying to work out where Costa Rica are compared to Iran and trying to work out how that translates to England and Spain, but, uh, I'm
1: still number wiser, really. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. it will be interesting to see Spain's uh, next game as well, because um, yeah, frightening, frightening, interesting group that as well. To be fair, it'll be particularly um, with Germany losing as well. Yeah, um, it'll be very interesting. Another spanking was uh, France for Australia one, uh, although Australia did get the early goal and uh, it gave everyone a little bit of hope that the uh, yeah. previous champions might not um, prevail. But then after that. Giroud for two goals, uh, leading France's all-time top goal scorer uh, records, and Mbappe just looked incredible. And it's hard to see how you can stop that French team.
3: Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. France is, you know, they're always going to be favourites at the moment, aren't they? Out there with uh, Brazil and um, and you, yeah, you can't rule them out. And I really like. I know it looks like. So Depends on how certain results go. We could draw them, and they worry me. They worry me a lot. Um, I still think that they've got a good chance of winning it. I'm so gutted for the Australians when uh, they equalised, uh, let alone when they then sort of continued to dominate after that, because that, to me, would have been another just wonderful opening round mm-hmm. upset. But Austra- you know, I feel like Australia just happy to be there. And I think it'll have to remain that way for them
1: this time around. <laughs> Fair enough. They got quite an easy qualifying group, haven't they? Or have they moved it now? Because originally they were like in the oh, Oceania kind of group and he was qualified know, every single time. But didn't they move it to like Central America or
0: something? I don't know. Because they had to, like. I'm sure they were in the Asian one for a little while. Mm, and then. That's they- it. And then I'm sure that I heard them say the other day that they had to beat Peru to get through to yeah. the World Cup. So, and Peru's definitely not in Asia, so <laughs> I, I don't know where <laughs> Australia just fit in somewhere. But like, yeah. uh, it's weird, no isn't it? Be they've no other... been your Eurovision
3: and they've been yeah,
1: forever playing forever playing Fiji and stuff, weren't they? We're just spanking yeah. them like 29 nil. But
0: but there was a year when Australia and New Zealand both qualified for the World Cup. Yeah. So Australia must have been in a different sort of
1: 2010.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, there was a they must have been in a different zone, but now there's no other so when, uh, teams from that region, New so Zealand
1: drew, drew all the games, and they here. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, it's a weird one, isn't it? And what other teams around there have really got a good team? Who are they denying from a World Cup for the first time? Fiji, like, yeah, so, Tonga. Tonga, American Samoa, Papua New Guinea, they're absolute cannibals on the pitch. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have to cut that out I think uh, <laughs> and a lot of other stuff um, <laughs> but yeah Australia are uh, sitting ducks I think um, I'll tell you a game I did quite enjoy as well is Belgium-Canada obviously Belgium mm. one with goal from Batshuayi who I'm surprised still gets in that Belgian team um, as amongst of a few other players as well Toby Alderweireld is still there Despite being, I think he's technically a free agent now as well. Um, Canada looked all right. Lowest ranked team at the tournament, pretty much um, difficult. They haven't been at the tournament since nineteen eighty six. It's, it's you never knew what you're going to get. They looked all right. They didn't. They gave a good account of themselves. At least that's what I thought. Uh, a lot of people calling out um, Roberto Martinez, saying he's been in charge of this group of players for nearly ten years and essentially has ruined the Belgian golden generation. I don't know if you guys agree with that, um, but Canada also missed a penalty and were tenacious, had a few opportunities, and they should have got a result from this.
3: Yeah, uh, I said I said last week you got to watch Canada. I said it might not be their tournament this time, but next next time with it being over there, they're gonna they're gonna be a bit of a dark horse, and uh, I was happy to see it, them play so well. Uh, if Jonathan David was more clinical, they, he could have scored a couple and. I was I just couldn't believe that like, alfonso Davis' penalty was it was it was a weak penalty so tame. So cool. um, so and, cool. and you, you can you know you uh, you can you see him do so much better than that and it was just so disappointing uh, especially because the commentator was really big up quarter and I mean, he barely had to move did he um, but <laughs> yeah it it was a wonderful uh sort of it's a strange one isn't it when you're praising the team for lost but there was a wonderful performance from Canada it really was and probably then meant it wasn't a great performance by Belgium but <laughs> well, I, don't, was... I don't see I don't see Belgium as this force that maybe they have been in the last few tournaments where you thought oh, this could be it for them um, I don't know if I think that's down to Martinez I feel like anytime you're in charge of a team that gets labelled about that golden generation you've already got so much pressure and mm-hmm. so much to live up to um, I don't really blame Sven for us not doing it under him as such. Uh, I, there's a lot of other factors to play there, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't think he's long for the job after the tournament, but I, do, I don't think it's necessarily all his fault that, you know, they're just starting to get past their prime, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe last chance to lean for Belgium somewhat. But again, I'd like to see Kennedy do well, because in my lifetime, they've never been a football team.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I, thought, yeah, because... I thought they were brilliant. I gen- I genuinely thought that they they deserved to win that game, let alone yeah. like you know, lose it. I thought they were class. They they really really caused Belgium a lot of problems. They didn't really know how how to deal with it, and they got fair enough. Uh, the goal was well taken, and if Canada, I think uh, potentially if they maybe had a bit more World Cup experience behind them, they may have. Won that game, but they all seemed a little bit sort of like shell shocked, if that makes sense. I don't think they expected to do that well, and then they got like they just didn't, um, they just couldn't take their chances. But I, I I still see them as being like underdogs to get through that group. Um, yeah. and just on on the Belgian point, they I, like people are talking about them as potential favourites for the tournament. It's just like come on, they've been favourites for every tournament they've been in now for nearly the last. Ten years, and not win anything. Like it, it, feels very much to me like how England felt in 2010, where mm-hmm. they still have some members of that golden generation, but they're mm-hmm. they're now maybe past their best, and they're they're sort of on a downward spiral. Um, so that's, yeah. that's the way I see
1: it. Well, Belgium are the only team in the history of the World Cup to be ranked number one and not win it. So. Yeah, that's I think that's, that says it all, doesn't it? Um, and yeah, maybe Germany are going to knock them out with a with a goal that goes over the line in the round of 16. Um, we'll, see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, let's move on to the games that have uh, happened today. They're recording this on the Thursday. Brazil have just uh, beaten Serbia 2-0, I believe, um, as we've been recording. But Switzerland-Cameroon, I'm going to put this down for probably one of the most boring games of the World Cup. Unfortunately, I did watch it. Um, did you hear what Samuel Wetu said about Cameroon? Obviously, he's the ambassador and director of football for Cameroon. Pretty much said they've got to, they've got to win it, otherwise, he'd be deeply ashamed, and they would have let the country down.
3: <laughs> That's one way to motivate people.
1: Like, all right, all right, Samuel, I didn't see you fucking win it.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I, I really rate his confidence because, <laughs> yeah. like. You've, you've got to be you've got to have some, some bores and some high expectations of those players to just be like, "You have to win this tournament. it's a must win.
1: <laughs> I remember having a I think I was at like at a school like doing GCSEs. I had this teacher who was like a newly qualified teacher, and I think I she, and we have like one-on-one sessions saying what you need help with, and she just said, "Yeah, you just need to be better." It's like is that really your advice?
0: Have you ever tried winning, maybe? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Have you ever tried be what, uh, thank you.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Mrs. Etu. <laughs> uh but yeah, weird, weird. Um, but yeah, as as for a game, I can't there weren't really many highlights at all, apart from uh, as we mentioned in the intro, Briel Mbolo, who was born in Cameroon scoring against the same nation. So uh in a weird way, beating himself. Um I actually enjoyed more the nil-nil between <laughs> Uruguay and Korea.
0: <laughs> That's quite end-to-end, doesn't it?
1: It was ama- an amazing game. Again, Korea did well, well in the last 20 years, at least. have started to do well at World Cup tournaments as well. Again, with, played with great enthusiasm. Uruguay, again, fielding 36-year-old Diego Godin, 37-year-old mm. Luis Suarez. Then Cavani is nearly 36, I think, as well. Um, but mixed in there is some young talents so like Valverde had a good game Nunes looked off the pace to be honest um, but they've got some good players some all players I don't know I think if Korea couldn't beat them I think they might not qualify
0: hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think you can ever write Uruguay off but um, South Korea again like you said are one of those teams who in recent years seem to have really come on um, and they are giving teams a good game now. So um, that one's quite an open group. Um, there's no clear sort of favourites at the minute, is there?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what happens. Uh, the game after that was Portugal against Ghana. Um, this is like pretty much the only, well, other than the Brazil game, one of the only games I've not seen. Um, Ronaldo becomes the first ever player and maybe the only player ever to score at five different World Cups, which is obscene. That's an obscene... Whatever you think of the guy, obviously he's hit headlines for maybe the wrong reasons uh recently. But that is obscene. Granted, it was a penalty. But um <laughs> I, a... I can't see that being done again.
0: You know, it's he's crazy. now he's now also Portugal's youngest goal scorer ever and also their oldest goal scorer ever as well. Oh, uh, really? Wow. Appa- apparently, I don't know whether it's just at a World Cup or whether it's ever, but th- that stat got floated around earlier. Christ. Um, What's Yeah. That's Remember amazing. that one. Remember that one for the pub quiz. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely.
1: So it was it was free to Ghana looked like a very I don't know because a lot of people were top in Portugal. They've got a great squad like Bernardo Silva, Diaz, uh, Ruben Neves. Just got a great squad from top to bottom. A great spine as well. A lot of people I've overheard outdoors and pubs and stuff. Then you know this is this is their time kind of thing even without Ronaldo, they've got Jean-Felix and you know, a lot of other good players as well. Raphael Liao scored today as well. Um, but having said that, a tough Ghana side, not the best Ghana side we've seen at other World Cups as well, hmm. still managed to bag two against them and you know, had a last-minute chance to equalise.
0: Yeah, they they very um, nearly, very, very nearly I've... got a point out of it.
1: So... Are Portugal as good as everyone says they are for one? And uh, Ghana, the first African team to score at this World Cup. Were they unlucky?
0: Um, Yeah, I I watched the game. I thought the first half was a little bit boring. The second half, though, was full of action. Um, They were a little bit unlucky with the penalty that was given. Although, if you really, really slow it down, it probably was a penalty. Um, which they had to do many times to sort of, to, like, <laughs> to evidence that it was a penalty because it looked like a good tackle <laughs> at full speed. Um, yeah, they 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 didn't really. I think Ghana potentially could have had more, but Portugal still looked the better side for the majority of the game. I just got I can't get over how close they were to scoring right no. at the end, though. They, it's it was. It would have been an absolute, like, like comedy goal if it's if gone in. Yeah. The keeper puts the ball down, doesn't know there's a centre forward behind him. Like, how does that happen at at, at the elite level World Cup? Crazy. Okay. Um, but yeah, so unlucky that the, the lad slipped. Because if, if he gets if he if he doesn't, that is three three, and that's embarrassing for Portugal. <laughs> so, um,
3: it was. There was Ronaldo's face on the uh, sidelines of the <laughs> yeah. it was, We were so yeah. pissed
0: off; it was, it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, have to, have to watch the I highlights again, I don't see I don't see Portugal winning this tournament. But um, I mean, they've certainly got the potential just with Ronaldo in the team. They've got the potential to go again quite deep into the into the tournament the semi-finals. Sure. I think maximum, but just probably don't have enough to win it.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, fair been, enough.
0: Yeah, I probably agree that they're not, yeah, they they don't seem like they're going to be
3: a uh, a winner. But then, you know, sometimes it's not the person you think it is, is it? But uh, yeah, I didn't, like Ghana, Ghana probably should have pulled it back at the end there with that error. And errors like that you can't make in cup competitions. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see as they go on if they continue those errors or not. But it's not a good sign, is it, to begin with?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And the last game, which has been uh, playing out while we've been recording this, so I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. Uh, Brazil beat Serbia, who are Serbia were my underdog because I thought they were gonna do well. Uh, but then again they are playing a very you know tip top Brazil side who many have backed to win it 2-0. Richarlison getting both the goals. Uh, Jed, you're wearing a Brazil top.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> you back
1: you back him to win.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Still, I, really? I Yeah, I do. I, I I think they've just got the the strongest side. I, I do. I don't think that they're they're perfect. You know, they're not exactly the the two thousand and two Brazil or you know the nineteen seventies Brazil that everyone always talks about. Um, but they are probably stronger this year than they've been at a World Cup since they won it. I'd say um, potentially not in two thousand and six. They still had quite a few good players there, but just didn't do it for whatever reason. Um, they have. They've obviously got that that sort of. Disaster game in them, where you know the players heads to go, and, and they end up getting rattled by by someone. Um, but I, I do think that this is the year where they're just stronger than everyone else.
1: So this is a twenty-year cycle, isn't it? They won it in '58, then '70, <laughs> and then '94, 2002. It's it's this yeah, is the long this is due, the longest another one. Yeah. This is the longest they've gone without winning it. Yeah, you know,
3: so maybe yeah. um, the the, the, uh, the options they have in attack are just ridiculous. It, on any game, they're gonna give any defense a fright, right? But uh, watching that first half and uh, Serbia being so sort of frustrating, and, and you could see how frustrated they were getting. Like you say, you could like you say about having having disaster in them. You could see if if Serbia pinched one, you you could see their head would have dropped. Like they were so frustrated, so. You Know to come out of that second half and to put two past them and, and, and really make that game theirs it shows you the character though. So, you know, hopefully, uh, that's we're going to see more of that rather than the disaster. But I, I can, I, I know what you mean. I, I could see watching that first game, watching that first half. Uh, you know, Serbia are doing a very good job at managing the game, and uh, if Serbia can sort of start managing those attackers, then. It'd be interesting to see what happens when they come off against uh, a better defence. But um, yeah.
1: they've got a few hotheads in that Brazil side, have not they? So yeah, you, know, you could easily get someone sent off. But
3: I think only, I think
0: only, it only takes uh, a you know a couple of fouls not being given Neymar's mm. way, you know, for his head to go as well. So sure. like, there's, oh. there's there's definitely potential for it. The the,
3: the attempted uh a goal, the attempted goal from the corner kick though. Was uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: was,
3: you know that that's that's why you just can't rule like Neymar out, isn't it? He does something like that, and it, it, you know the keeper had it in the end. But uh, if if that keeper was off guard, we'd all be sat here now saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna, they're probably going to win, aren't yeah. they?" <laughs> <laughs> that would
0: have been boy. genius, yeah, if it went in. Yeah, they very sure. nearly caught him out as well. But, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't far off for sure.
1: Fair enough. Well, that wraps up the opening fixtures of the uh, this year's World Cup, but. We must move on.
2: Here he comes. Oh, it's true, and it's absolutely magnificent. And Cristiano Ronaldo has pretty much won this game on his own inside the first 13 minutes.
1: We've got a nice little quiz for you, Jed.
0: Oh, okay. And for, the, Harry, and, for, for and, for, and for
1: Harry as well. I can see his <laughs> hey, face. This I is. Away of it. thought he got away with it. Um, same as last week. This is Ultimate 11. We're going to give you. I did a famous, like famous match uh, from history we've done um, last week. Oh. We did
3: England-Germany England,
1: Germany from the 2010 World 2010. Cup. Harry actually won. So he moans, he moans that he doesn't like these quizzes, but Harry actually won. <laughs> um, so I've gone for the same World Cup, but I've gone for the World Cup final this time. Made it a bit more difficult between oh. the Netherlands and Spain. You'll each get a go-to name a player. You'll score points for each player, and we're going to keep going until everybody's out of ideas. If you name a sub that came on, you get to go again. Otherwise, it'll be considered a wrong answer, and it'll go to the other player. Understood? Yeah. yeah. How are we going to let you start, my friend? This is the World Cup Final 2010 between the Netherlands and Spain. Starting 11, go.
3: Uh, Robin...
1: Iron Robin was in the starting 11 correct that's one point to Harry Jed
0: does it have to be from a specific side or just anyone no, that anyone the game? anyone uh, okay um Nigel de Jong
1: Nigel de Jong was playing centre midfield What on? uh
3: something's really scaring me about that Spain side um Let's let's go with let's all right, let's go with Schneider.
1: Yep, Schneider was playing.
3: So I'm worried about that Spain side.
1: I don't think you should be. <laughs> yeah, I like Spain.
3: yeah, but I feel like I feel like maybe there were some random curveballs in there and some of the big ones didn't
0: play for some reason. I think there's only one
1: <laughs> there's only one you might struggle with, I reckon. Okay. Uh Jed.
0: I'm going to go with Iker Casillas.
1: Correct. Captain? Harry? Uh, Let's
0: go with Xavi. Of course. Xavi. Uh, Iniesta?
1: Of course. (laughs) Scored the World Cup winning goal.
2: Uh... Torres was a sub but he came I, on
1: he came well, on
3: I'll go again I? Don't know. Um, go again Fabregas
1: was on the bench oh. but he came on he came on
3: yeah, but then I've got to go again that's what you I have <laughs>
1: plenty, plenty of Dutch players
3: too I hate this game um <laughs> you won
1: it last week
3: yeah because it was England so I could I could be <laughs> the England Noughties team I couldn't hey. You a Galatico fan? What?
1: Um, not named any defenders yet. Weaver side. PK. Gerald PK was in that squad. Harry's it's on five. No defenders
3: existed just then. This is Good. what I is am
0: terrible at I'm going for uh, Carlos Puyol. Yep, partnered yeah, to Gerald sure.
1: PK. Sure, five yeah. all. Harry, back on you.
0: Um.
3: I'm drawing a blank here, boys. Just
1: just name anyone. I'm too
3: tired for this game. Just
1: just name anyone.
3: Just I'm I'm gonna pass.
2: You can't pass. But he's oh, gonna pass. What? He's gonna pass.
1: This has never happened before. He's passed. <laughs> I'm too tired for this. This has never happened before. I'm All right. confused. I'll, I'll, I'll accept the pass, Jed.
0: Um Van Persie?
1: Oh fuck's sake. Van Percy did start.
3: That's what I mean. It's just so (laughs) annoying. I hate this game. I hate it. (laughs) Fucking Van Bronck or whatever he's called. Yes,
1: play left back. Great shout. Recently sat by uh, Rangers.
0: Great shout. Juan Capdevia.
1: He was the dodgy one at left back.
0: I was racking my brains when you were talking was talking about Jordi
1: Alba. Let's have a look. So you've got <laughs> you've got one more defender from Spain to name.
0: Yeah. All right. One, yeah, more, yeah. one
1: more one more second yeah. player, and then you've got a shitload of Dutch people. Yeah. Uh, the defen- one. On. The defense. The defenders Ramos, isn't it? Yep. Sergio Ramos was defender. Seven all. Jared, it's on you. Oh,
3: I'm going to regret passing
1: that. Oh, there's one more midfielder for Spain as well. Who? Midfielder oh. and attacker.
0: No. Who on earth played for Holland in that game? Uh, um, My mind is so blank when it comes to the Dutch players from that that final.
1: This is where it's won or lost.
0: I'm not sure who Spain had in their side either. One more forward player,
1: one more midfielder.
0: Besides the obvious. Um, one more forward in the Spanish team.
1: Not not a striker, a winger.
0: Is it Jesus Navas?
1: He was on the bench and he came on.
0: Oh, okay. Right. Let's go again. So I'll, go, I'll go again. Okay. Oh. So we've had all the obvious ones, haven't we? Xavi and the Esther, Fabregas.
1: I'd argue there's one more. Busquets? Correct. Yes, Harry. <laughs> I
3: feel like I might have worked out who the other Spanish player is by working out that Navas came off, but I'm going to go safe right now <laughs> and go uh, Van de Vaart.
1: Oh, he a, that's a he, great shout. He was a sub that came on. Oh. You get oh. to go again. Okay, oh, good. Okay,
3: let's take the risk then. Was the Spanish player Pedro?
1: Correct.
0: Oh. I, forgot, I completely forgot about Paris,
3: pulled it. Out the oh, I was going to say Navas and then when you said it and he said uh, he was a sub I was like, uh, like oh, could he have come on? So, the,
1: <laughs> so to put, Jed it's on you but the Spanish team has been completely named as yeah, well as the subs yeah. that have came on. Really? So oh, okay. uh, Yeah so, so we're, we're literally just going Dutch now I'll be very surprised oh my, if you get some of the oh names. Oh my
0: god oh my god okay Mart van Bommel
1: correct oh, in the midfield
0: good yes. one <laughs>
1: Oh. Harry, I've just
3: had a little Dutch appear <laughs> in my head.
2: <laughs> cool.
3: Help me pronounce it. Uh, is it played for Liverpool? Kite. Uh Calt. Cal. Cal. Oh, Cal. I'll, give a, I'll
1: give you that. I'll give you that.
3: Just, just had an image of him, and I was. Did he yeah. start? He did. Oh god, I, where, where are
0: we? Like position, position um, wise.
1: So you've just got defenders and goalkeepers' name.
0: Oh god. this is where it gets. Like uh, about four left,
1: isn't there? Yes. Quite yeah. difficult. Okay. So oh. it's uh it's sudden depth. Ron Vla. Wrong. Ron Ron Vla
0: I've got no clue.
1: So it's on it's on Harry and then Jed gets oh. one final. Could you not
3: have just got it right so we could have ended it? Um Oh sorry, mate. <laughs> no, that's all right. Um Sick. Sick the goalkeeper something Berg mate, isn't it? I know it it's like Berg or some, something like
1: if you pronounce it right I'll give it to you oh, you've got no chance you got no chance of that that's, that's
3: discrimination
1: <laughs> you, you said his name wrong that's more discrimination
0: just give it... oh, man. now I know it now
1: I know, I know the answer now. so basically so are you Harry, you get this right, or Jed's one.
3: <laughs> how did I how did I just pronounce it?
2: I think you said like Seckelenberger, Saint. Play for Fulham. Is it not like no mate? I,
3: I'm gonna this is gonna I'm so sorry to anyone who's Dutch. Is it <laughs> Is it like Is it step it's like Stecklenberg.
1: I'm gonna give you that. That's not right. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you that, Martin. Have... Martin Stecklenberg. I
0: could not for the life of me remember
3: that
1: name. So Harry's on ten.
3: I remembered Berg oh. and then I was like something Berg and I was like, oh, it is an S. And then I think I did take a guess and then when you pronounced it back to me, I was like, all right.
1: Now it's three more defenders. You might get I'm two of it. them. So, Jed, oh, I'm going to give you one more, one more go, um, if not...
0: I am really, really struggling with it, to be honest. All right, it's, it's, this, is, this is the
1: last go, so you either get one right I or know, Harry's won again.
0: Everton. <laughs> Everton. I'm going to get it now. Heitinger.
1: Johnny Heitinger is correct. Yes,
0: yeah. I, ne- I would not have got it if you didn't say Everton, to be honest. But I couldn't name you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, we let we let
1: Harry slide with the dodgy pronunciation. <laughs> Harry, have you got any more for us? No. No, I don't I don't blame you. Okay, we'll call it a draw. Ten all very good show, chaps. Very good show. Oh, yeah, I've
3: seen
1: a draw, that. but we got a draw. Yeah, well, there was only two more players, and I, I think we would have been here all night. Um, so you're missing Gregory okay. Van der Wiel.
0: Oh, of course.
1: I don't <laughs> think he would have got in. And the other one he might have got was uh, Matt that's all That's all arbitrary. The real quiz is what's in your panini. Oh. Now, famously, Jed, last time you got the world-famous Gerald Sid uh, for "Football <laughs> Wanderers. It'd be yeah, funny if you turned right. up again. You're so right. for those of you listening for the first time, what's in your panini? We open a packet of football stickers and we are judging our guests on a Top Gear style leaderboard, um, ranking their packet out of 10. Last week, uh, guest Sam Michael topped the leaderboard with six points out of a possible 10. So it's not being the most glamorous of showings thus far, Jed. So there's a real opportunity to get that top spot. Oh, but hope if, hope you, hope if you do get that top spot, you'll be offered stick or twist in a new variation of the game. Um, so you can go stick with your lot, or you can go again and try and get a higher score, essentially. Um, completely up to you, but only if okay. you hit top spot. So are you ready to open your packet from this year's World Cup?
0: I am so ready I've still I've still not completed my sticker book by the way from this yeah, World man. Cup so I'm so excited
1: to oh, see right. who's in here <laughs> not really having any standout players yet we've had, I think Bernardo Silva might be a best player uh, we've had we really? got a shiny yeah we got a shiny last week uh, which is what okay. tipped it over the edge for um, for Sam uh, we start Danish we go with Joaquin marlow Ma- I'm going to say
0: okay. Mah- yeah Average,
1: average, not a great start Ricardo Blanco of Costa Rica. Oh yeah, this isn't That's good, what I'm is it? About. You, need real, you need a real, you need a real hero. I'm about. You need some real <laughs> heroes. You've got the Uruguay national team. You've uh, drilled, Broad nil-nil with uh,
0: mm.
1: Uruguay today. With Uruguay no, With their mm. career,
0: I'm not, I'm not, I'm not impressed. You
1: have got two more no. to save here. Oh, Gonzalo Guedes of Portugal.
0: Nah, this, been, this is a bit of a stinker, isn't it?
1: And we finish with Mohammed Draga of Tunisia. Oh, that,
0: that is horrendous.
1: A, it was a real Gerald
0: Sid of a That's awful. Now. Yeah, that's. I think I'm cursed. <laughs> oh, just to have the worst, the worst look whenever I'm on here. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> Harry, didn't I get someone uh, half decent in my pack? I'm bottom. Think-
3: <laughs> I think you might have, yeah.
1: I think I'm bottom with four points. I, I, I take no pleasure I in saying even, this. I, I put no call. pleasure in saying this. At least you didn't get any of the stadiums of death. That's what I will say. Um <laughs> still
3: haven't had <laughs> that Real Plus either.
1: Yeah, I take no pleasure uh, in saying, Jed, you've got minus three. No. Um, minus
0: three. What- it's got to be worth one at least. Okay. No, I,
1: I think if I'm on four, I think that's a very generous three.
0: <laughs> yeah, Guedes was you know your best player. I can't. Yeah, argue. Let's go I did have the Uruguayan national team who have some good players in, but they are not standout stickers, are they? The teams.
1: Yeah, it was shocking. So,
0: no, I was, I was really, I was praying I was going to have like the extra sticker in there and see if, because uh, that would have put me right at the top, surely.
1: Funny if you just yeah. open up, there's just like a five right so,
2: Yeah, <laughs> I <think that> <laughs> yeah.
1: Great, no worries. Three out of ten, bottom of the leader forward. So last week we had the new top, this week we have the new bottom. Sorry to say uh, that, Jed. Can we, can we yeah, end all, it on a positive?
0: Someone, someone has to finish bottom of the, the league.
1: That's yeah. true. I'm um, glad it's not me. Um,
0: I'm happy to be propping the rest of the table up. I'll be impressed if anybody beats me, actually, in terms of like a worse pack than that.
1: think so you, oh, if you've got like a pack for the stadiums, I think, players. yeah, you've got a pack, pack for the stadiums. That's the only way you're going to win. No, but funnily enough, a pack full of Qatar players, <laughs> like you get 10 out of 10. One, That's a Qatari one of Like
0: one half of the the mascot or something. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: disgusting behavior. Absolutely disgusting. Anyway, that is the end of another pod. We'll be back next week. Um, Summing up the second round of fixtures from the group games. Thank you very much, Harry and Jed, for joining me this evening. Uh, Jed, where can people find you?
0: Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, all things football, and uh, podcast is Total Screamers again on Twitter and Instagram as well, and all all good podcast places. I don't know what you call it.
1: Yeah, I'd say I'd say audio, that platforms,
0: audio listening platforms. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can tell everyone's a little bit tired you can get the podcast wherever you listen to audio in your,
0: ears, in your ears in your ears tends to yeah. work
1: uh, type it in your phone sometimes works yeah anyway well thank you very much for joining us Jed um yeah thanks very much indeed always a pleasure uh Harry as well thank you very much for your insight as well but until next time sayonara
2: We're not creative on we're not positive enough. It's coming home, it's coming home, it's coming, football's coming home. We'll go on getting, it's bad, getting back, it's on getting back, I'm it's on getting back, I'm it's coming. Back. Back, Would it be five? Yes, it is! Harry Kane is England's priceless gem!
3: I think there's every chance that Wayne Rooney could go back to the Man United training ground and stick one on or another. Beckham could raise the roof here with a goal.
0: I don't believe it. David Beckham scores the goal to take England all the way.